Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. First, none of the cowpokes nor townspeople of Santa Rita realized that Christopher King had come home. The sturdy, white-haired old lawman had ridden into town without being recognized. Now, with black-gloved hands hooked casually over his gun belt, Christopher King walked slowly toward the cattleman's hotel. Five years had brought but few changes to Santa Rita. Its main street was still fronted by the mercantile, the palace cafe, the hotel, and the drover's bank. Chris remembered them all. He remembered, too, a night five years before 
when he had faced a desperate outlaw on this same street. There he is, Chris. Just ducked around the corner of the bank. I know it. He won't get very far. That's a blind alley. There's no place to run. It's pitch dark. You better be careful, Sheriff. You, in the alley. Come out of there. And come out with your hands up. He's back there, all right. You heard me. Either come out or I'm coming in after you. Come ahead, Lord Dog, and see what happens. That's what I intend to do. Stand clear, boys. If there's any gunfire, you'll be out of range. Yeah. No gunfire, Sheriff. Just blasting powder. Blasting powder? How could he get blasted? Same kind I used to blow the safe in your two-bit bank. I got a can of it here in my hand, set with a short fuse. You'd better stop talking and start walking this way, with both hands in the air. You do the walking, law dog. I like this fuse. Blasting powder. If he's really packing a can of that stuff, he sets it off, it'll blow all of us to smithereens. He's bluffing. Well, I don't know. Never can tell what a local wild hoot might do when he's cornered. Yeah, he's bluffing. I'm going to prove it. Watch out, Chris. It's dark in there. You can't see the buzzard. Me. Come on, boys. Let's get away. Yeah. I'll give you one more chance. Put up your hands, you or I'll... for this, log dog? Why, you dirty sneak... The explosion had meant instant death for the desperate outlaw and painful injuries for Sheriff King. But he hadn't lost consciousness. Perhaps that was the reason he slipped away from the excited crowd a few moments later and hurried to a doctor in a nearby town. That was the last time the citizens of Santa Rita had seen Christopher King. They knew nothing of his visit to an expert woodcarver in a large eastern city a few months later. I've done the best I could, Mr. King. I hope the work's satisfactory. Mm, seemed first rate to me. I'm obliged for all your time and trouble. Oh, don't mention it. You've more than paid for that. And besides, I enjoyed the job. I don't think anything like this has ever been done before. Mm, maybe not. I know it hasn't back home. Where's home? Santa Rita, Texas. Is that where you're going now? Mm, not right away. But I'll drift back to Santa Rita someday... Take a good long rest. Christopher King recalled all this as he walked along the main street of his hometown. So far, no one had noticed him, but that didn't last very long. Well, I'll be... Chris King, is it really you? That's right, Ben. Jumping your horse, if I can... Say, folks, look who's come home. Christopher King. Chris, the old scallywag, it's good to see you. Hello, Frank. It's just as good to be home. Frank, I think this is something they calls for celebration. You own a hotel that's got a bar in it, and behind the bar there's plenty Ben's right. Come on inside, Chris. I uh, was planning on renting one of your rooms, Frank. You can have any room in the house. Come on. Set him up, Charlie. Give everybody anything they want. Where have you been, Chris? You left town so sudden like after that owl who threw the blasting powder, we never knew where you were. All of us are worried about you, Chris. Were you hurting that blasting powder, Ruckus? Oh, a little. Didn't amount to much. We heard you were back east. Somebody said you'd quit being a lawman, but none of us believe that. And uh, I see you're still packing the old 45s. Well, <laughs> carrying guns is a habit. Doesn't mean that I'm... Gents, I'll give you a toast. A toast to the finest lawman in Texas. 
The best sheriff Santa Rita will ever have. Christopher King. Hey! Now, now, wait. Wait just a minute, boys. I don't exactly know how to say it, but you're making a mistake. Oh, no, we're not. You must have a sheriff here in town now. Who took my place? Well, Frank Boyd's been wearing the badge, but he's no lawman and he knows it. <laughs> That's right, kids. I can run a hotel, but I'm no good as a lawman. You're the only real sheriff we ever had, kids. Here. This badge belongs to you. No. No, I, I don't want it, boys. I'm through wearing a sheriff's star. What? You don't mean that, Chris. Sure, I mean it. I'm through. Well, I'm an old man. I'm through with lawn and fighting. Through with everything but settling down to a little peace and quiet. But you, you can't quit. You, you're Christopher King. Sure, but I'm getting along in years. I'm tired. Tired of carrying guns and using them. I come back home to rest. I know, Chris, but My the mind's talk... made up, boys. Well, I guess there's no use arguing Not if a that's bit. the way you... Oh. Frank, I'll move into that room you were talking about, if you don't mind. Well, sure, it's on the second floor, Chris. I'll go up with you. Thanks. See you later, boys. Not far from Santa Rita, in a trailside camp, the Lone Ranger waited for Tonto to return from town. Oh, oh, Scott, oh, fella, oh, fella, oh, fella. You're back early, Tonto. Did you take that broken buckle to the harness maker? Ah, uh, me take it. But fella not fix it for one, maybe two hours. Me ride back later. Good. Harness fella leave store, go to hotel, get free drink. Everybody in town do it. What's that? <laughs> I've never heard of a hotel giving well, away any... Well, then celebration. Old Lawman come back to town. After him be way long time. Is that so? Uh, what's his name, do you know, Tonto? Ah, him named Christopher King. Chris King? Ah, you know him? Yes. Christopher King used to be one of the best-known lawmen in this part of the country. I haven't heard of him for several years. He's an old friend of mine, Tonto. I me hear him say, him not want be lawman anymore. Him quit. Hmm... That's strange. Doesn't sound like the Chris King I've always known. Where's he staying in Santa Rita, do you know, Tonto? Ah, him go to room and hotel, second floor. Good. As soon as it gets dark, we'll ride into town. While you're at the harness makers, I'll use the back door of the hotel and visit Chris King. In the Palace Cafe on Santa Rita's main street, Buck Harris, the owner, questioned a small, hard-faced man who walked with a distinct limp. All right, Crip, what's the score? My leg's bothering me today. Always does that. There's only one thing bothering me. Did you line up the men? Sure, Buck. Got three gunhawks from down south. Yeah? Where are they? We made camp on the edge of town. I had to walk all the way in on foot. That's the reason my leg's ah, bothering forget me Forget so your leg. Now, listen, here's the layout. Regular stage pulls in right after sundown. Carrying 10000 in gold. Consigned to the drover's bank. All right. Uh, what do you want me and the boys to... Uh... Shut up. I said listen. Ben Tinker, the cashier, will sign for the shipment and take it inside the bank. You and the gunnies will be waiting across the street. I see. As soon as Tinker gets the gold, we start blasting. No, no. I want some commotion on this side of the street. Right in front of the harness shop will be a good place. While the gun slicks are handling that, you get over to the bank and take care of Ben Tinker. Savvy? 
Come on in, Frank. You know the door's not locked. It isn't Frank, but I'll come in anyway. Well, what the... I just heard you were in town. How are you, Chris? Well, I'll be the Lone Ranger. Where'd you drop from? <laughs> you could hardly call climbing up the back stairs a drop. <laughs> well, by Juniper, I'm sure glad to see you. Sit down. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad to see you, Chris. It's been a long time. Yep, has. I've been doing a lot of traveling the past few years. Then I decided to come back home and settle down. Take a long rest. It's a good idea. Sure, man my age ought to say, uh, mind reaching over there in the dresser and getting a match? That cigar of mine keeps going out all the time. Well, of course I will. There you are. Thanks. I uh, heard about your mm-hmm. run-in with a bank robber here in Santa Rita about five years ago. Yeah, critter tried to kill me with a can of blasting powder. Oh? But he didn't throw it hard enough. Ended up by killing himself. Were you injured? No, nothing to speak of. I <coughs> I guess I can't smoke this stogie and talk at the same time. <laughs> Wait, here's an ashtray. Oh, uh, I'll just hold it. Anyway, after I'd done some traveling, I figured I'd ought to retire. So I come home. And it's true that you've quit being a lawman. Yep, it's true. I'm uh, sorry to hear it, Chris. Well, by Juniper, you're just like all the rest. What's the matter with everybody? Can't an old man retire without the whole town acting like he'd committed a crime? I just hate to lose you, Chris, that's all. Well, I appreciate it, but I'm getting old. Hey, what, what's burning? I don't know. I, yes, I do. It's, it's your cigar. It's burning your glove. Can't you... Well, I'll be... That serves me right for smoking in bed. <laughs> if I needed any sign to prove I'm getting old, that's it, ain't it? <laughs> yes, you may be right, Chris. To sign of something. Oh, here, put it on the ashtray. Mm. Thanks. Well, like I was saying, an old codger like me has got no business trying to kill. And what's that? It's gunfire. Well, there must be a few drunken cowpokes letting off steam. Sounds more serious than that. Wait, I'll raise the window. Where's it coming from? Out of that building next to the mercantile. Let me see. Well, that's a harness shop. There's no reason You're for it. You're right. And Toto's down there. Toto? You mean the engine part of yours who that's used right. to... That's right. He's right in the line of fire. I'll see you later, Chris. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. The Lone Ranger raced down the back stairs of the Cattleman's Hotel, 
As he reached the street, the sounds of gunfire ceased, but there was still a large and excited crowd in front of the harness shop. Neither of them got a scratch. These ways are both able to straddle the box and move. Yeah. Keep it sloppy. Hello, what happened? I mean, not know. Me go in harness shop to get buckle. When me come out, see two fellas stand right there. Them start to shoot. Hmm. Maybe it was a grudge fight or something like that. No, it not fight. What do you mean? Them not shoot at each other. Them shoot in there. In the air? And they uh. weren't shooting to kill? Hey, look! There by the wall! Big tall armory with a mask! There's your outlaw, Sheriff. Here's somebody with him. Stand where you are, both of you. We'll have to move fast, Hotto. Keep low and run. Uh, Look around this corner. That's where we left the horses. Uh, Hey, big fella. I'll head south, Hotto. You double back later and look over that ground in front of the harness shop. Uh, Me look for signs. Good. Come on, Silver. Get him up. up, sort of hoping you'd drop in. Uh, I've had a pretty busy night, Case. I guess you heard about it. I heard the shooting, and somebody yelling that the bank had been robbed. Yeah, shooting was just noise to cover up the robbery and the killing. Killing? Who? Ben Tinker. He was a cashier at the bank. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, Juniper, I can't believe it. Ben Tinker. It's true, Chris. Uh, any trace who did it? Nope. I thought I was on the trail, but I lost it a few miles south of here. I guess I was wrong, unless you can explain. Me? How can the I... The hombre I was trailing was tall. Wore a black mask and rode a white horse. Yeah? And like I said, I lost him, so me and the boys came back. Then, just a few minutes ago, I was sitting alone in my office over in the courthouse when who should walk in with that same gent? Hmm... What'd he say? Well, I reached for my gun, but he had the drop on me. Then he began to talk. Some of the things he said kind of made sense. What were they? Well, he gave me this poker chip from the Palace Cafe. and said it was found by the side door of the bank. And could have been dropped by whoever killed Ben Tinker. Then he told me about some boot prints. One of them deeper than the other. They could have been made by a critter with a crippled leg. Yeah, that's right. You know anybody who fits that description, Frank? Why should I believe that masked hombre? And why should he tell me if I had any doubts to ask you? Did he say that? It's the last thing he said, and then he vamoosed. As an experienced lawman, Chris, do you know the answer? No, I don't. But I know most of the hard-case gents around Santa Rita. You've got a poker chip from the palace. That means Buck Harris. And a boot print that could mean a game-legged bartender named Cripp who used to work for Buck. If I were you, I'd do a little talking to Harris. Yeah, I guess I will. I'll do it the first thing in the morning. a lot of thinking last night about that bank robbery, the murder, and Christopher King. Yeah. I'd like to talk to Chris again, 
I'd rather not ride into Santa Rita in the daylight. Now, here, I've written a note. I want you to take it to Chris for me. Ah, me do it now. Yes, Count. Come in. Why, what the... What's this? It's Frank. He wanted to see you and... Well, can we lift him onto your bed? Why, sure, sure. What happened? Bring him in, boys. A couple of bullets in his chest. Doc Billings is coming up, but it won't help none. No. No, he won't. Frank. Chris... You'll come out of this all right, Frank. When the doc gets here, Harris. he's... Buck Harris got me, Chris. Oh, that dirty ornery. Claimed he shot in self-defense when I... When I tried to arrest him. Oh, the sneaking... Your friend, the... The Mastion was right, Chris. It was that short-legged critter who killed Ben Tinker that night. Buck was behind it, I'm sure. Don't worry, Frank. You'll get well and nail both of those skunks. Oh, no, I won't. My... Numbers up, Chris. <coughs> Ask the boys to bring me up here because so I could so I could ask you to take over the job. It's really yours, Chris. I I don't know, Frank. If if you won't do it for me, do it for the town. For Santa Rita, won't you, Chris? I, I, <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Poor Frank. I wish I had. Well, you heard what he asked you to do. What about it? Yeah, I heard. The answer is no. No. I said I was through with gunfights. And I meant it. You mean you won't pin on that law badge and go after the murder and scum and kill Frank? I... I can't say any more than I've already said. Well, of all... Yeah. I guess you have said enough. Christopher King, the best sheriff we've ever had. Come on, boys. Let's get out of here. No one in Santa Rita knew of the stabbing pain that went through Christopher King's heart as he stood beside the body of his dead friend. No one knew of the grim battle he fought with himself. The men waiting downstairs were surprised a few moments later when the door to his room opened and he called to them. Say, uh, will one of you boys do something for me? Well, what do you want? Well, there's a redskin down here with a note for you. I don't want to read any notes or talk to anybody. I just want to send a message. Yeah? Well, what is it? Go to the Palace Cafe. See Buck Harris. Tell him I'm leaving here in 30 minutes. Tell him he'd better be on the street and be packing guns. Because I'm going to kill him. Within a few moments, the whole town knew what was going to happen. Christopher King, one of the greatest lawmen the West had ever known, was going to outdraw, outshoot, and kill the man who had killed his friends. Tonto brought the news to the Lone Ranger. 
When he heard it, the masked man moved swiftly. It was less than a half hour later when he and Tonto reined up sharply in the rear of the cattleman's hotel. Oh, hold on, hold on, Come on, Tonto, we'll have to hurry. Uh, maybe old fella already leave. I hope not. Him not here. He's gone. Look, see him walk down middle of the street now. The town of Santa Rita lay quiet with the stillness of death. There was no movement nor sound from the people who crowded the sidewalks. Even the breeze was stilled. Not a leaf quivered in the heavy, torpid heat of the morning sun. Christopher King walked slowly down the center of a street. When he had traversed half the distance between the hotel and the Palace Cafe, a figure moved out from the cafe and stood there waiting. It was Buck Harris. Christopher King walked steadily ahead. His body was bent slightly forward. His hands, covered with black calfskin gloves, hovered just above the twin guns which swung at his hips. His machine-like pace never faltered. Even when he called out in a loud, clear voice... You're under arrest, Harris. Reach for those guns and I'll kill you. Make your play, law dog. I'm ready for you. The silence around the stalking figure deepened. Sidewalks and doorways on both sides of the street were crammed with wide-eyed people. But not a sound was heard. Time stood still as the deadly march went on. Eyes alone followed Christopher King. Eyes that stared in fascination or clouded with helpless fear. Now the space between the two men was closing slowly. Closing with the finality of a steel vice. Buck Harris reached for his gun and eared back the hammer. Okay, Masabi. Crook out there. Him going to no, shoot. No, you won't, Tonto. I'm going to stop him. You're under arrest, Harris. Take him over to the jail, will you, boys? I'll be there in a minute. And uh, pick up a game-legged critter called Crip. I want him for murder the same as Harris. Chris, me and most everybody else have got a lot of apologizing to do. We thought you were yellow, but you sure proved us wrong. No, I didn't. I was just running a bluff, that's all. Bluff? I never saw such shooting in my life. You blasted the gun right out of his head. I didn't fire that shot. You didn't fire? What? I'm packing two guns, but I can't squeeze a trigger. But we saw and heard. What do you mean? Why can't you? Here, look at my hands. I've always worn black gloves so none of you noticed the difference. Go on, take a hold of them. Why, they... They feel like they're made out of wood. That's right. They're both artificial hands. Yep, a woodcarver made them for me back east. You see, that explosion five years ago, well, I was ashamed. I didn't want any sympathy, so I stayed away. Then I got homesick. But a lawman without hands is no good. Just the best in the world, that's all. If his name is Christopher King. Yeah, that's right. Well, thanks. Uh, I still can't figure how... Uh... If you didn't fire that shot, Chris, who did? It's a miracle, that's what it was. Yep, 
In a way, it was. And I just now realized how it happened. The miracle's got another name. Well, what do you mean, Chris? The Lone Ranger. The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. 